Hey friend, welcome to the Feel Your Best podcast. I'm your host, Meg Lafferty, and I'm here to tell you that you can feel better. In fact, your best, in your own skin. Yep, I mean you. Busy, hardworking, badass woman who's juggling all the things and at the end of her rope when it comes to her health. I know you, I am you, and my clients you too. It might not seem possible, but you don't have to keep feeling like this in your one and only body. That's why I'm on a mission to show you the other side. Join me each week as my guests and I share the tools you need to actually enjoy the body you've been blessed with. Because the answer isn't in another restrictive diet, task on your to-do list, or simply sitting in this uncomfortable feeling. It's in uncovering your unique roadmap to your healthiest self. Ready to get started? Let's dive in to today's episode. Welcome back for another episode of the Feel Your Best podcast. Today, I am so excited to welcome Jenny. She is here with us to share some simple ways you can create confidence. Jenny has a real passion to help busy women live a life where they embody the skin they are in, cultivate confidence with ease, and have a desire to do these things without feeling like it's extra. And I am just so excited for her to be here with us today. And our hope with this episode is that you leave here with the the inspiration of what to focus on to build confidence in yourself. So Jenny, welcome here with us today. I'm so glad that you can be here. Hello. So excited to be here and to share some of my tips and tricks with how to rediscover your confidence, because I really believe when we feel our most confident, that's when we can make the biggest impact in the world. Absolutely. I agree with that so much. And before we officially dive into our topic today, I would love for you to take a moment to just introduce yourself a little bit more and tell us about who your VIPs are and who it is that you serve. Sure. My background is kind of diverse uh, and how I kind of got to this place where I really became passionate helping women rediscover their confidence. It really started, you know, as a kid and my mom being a part of helping me pick out clothes and find things that really fit well and made me feel good. And that was just part of, part of something that my mom loved doing. So I kind of had from a really young age, a passion for fashion. And then I became a teacher and I love that part of my career, which is still, it's still part of my life today. Then I started dabbling in personal shopping and helping women edit their closets and build a wardrobe that really felt good for them. This was pre-kids, pre-COVID. And then after kids, I, all of that sort of like, it's almost, nobody can prepare you for, for what happens postpartum and what happens to your body and what happens to your, to your life. And I have six-year-old twin boys. And so everything changed. My body changed the way I felt about my body, the way I just like my day-to-day, how I was able to kind of tackle my days changed. And so I got really passionate about taking care of myself so that I could show up and have the energy to manage our lives and raise these two tiny humans that were just sucking the life out of me. And so wellness became a really huge focus for me and it changed, it changed everything. And it allowed me to kind of come back to life. Mm -hmm. And then the more I like started to really dive into 
how do we cultivate this confidence and how do we bring that back to the forefront in our lives as moms, as working women? And it was not just the wellness, right? It wasn't, that wasn't the only piece of the equation and taking my teaching background and then my, my love of personal style and combining those two things and some personal development really made sense to me. It's really the trifecta that allows us to be our most confident selves. And then I dug in and tried to figure out how do I make this something that women can get their hands on in a pre or in a post COVID world. And after dealing with the pandemic and all of the things that have happened because of that, I think that there are more women who are trying to find that confidence again with all these crazy layers. And so that's kind of how I got to where I am today in a long-winded uh, <laughs> fashion. <clears throat> but I love the saying that like all of your life experiences put you into the place where you are today. And I think all of those things really led me to where I currently am and how I can serve busy women, busy moms, uh, and help simplify their lives and also bring about that confidence. Mm. I love everything that you shared. And it's a true testament to what you do. All of those components, just even from childhood have led you to where you are today, doing what you're doing and helping other women to fall in love with taking care of themselves and taking care of their bodies, which is exactly part of what I encompass too. So I love that you are doing this as well and including how to cultivate that confidence through a different lens, not just the lens of you know, eating the right foods and moving your body, but learning the right way to dress your body so that you can show up in the Mm -hmm. way that you desire day in and day out. In terms of cultivating confidence and helping women to simply step into that version of themselves, like how do you recommend a busy woman who has all of these things going on? She's juggling so many different plates and wearing so many different hats how can she cultivate that confidence? What is something that you recommend that she does? Oh my gosh. Well, it depends on how deep you want to go. Right. And I think first and foremost, like figure out what feels manageable in your life, right? Like anybody can lay out the best, best plans, the best guides, the best programs. You have to find the things that fit in your life that feel functional, that feel sustainable and doable. And that is something that I feel like I I talk about a lot is the sustainability part of it because you, at the end of the day, you know, if you really want to show up as the best version of yourself, it's going to take some work. You're going to have to make some commitments to yourself in order for you to, to see the fruit of, of that labor, right? It is not, it's not something you can just snap your fingers and it happens. And I, I, I love to say this is that you can put on your most favorite outfit and you know, it's, it's an outfit that you either picked out and you really love, or you wore to an event that you remember, like just feeling like a million bucks. But if you're not taking care of the other aspects, it's not going to just like solve your confidence issue by putting on a cute outfit. It is more than that. And so finding little entry points, start small, um, in order to start habits to build your confidence, because at the end of the day, confidence is a skill. It's something that you can learn. It isn't something that's where, you know, some people are born with and some people aren't, it's just a, it's a skill that you can learn. And so for me, it's the trifecta of those things. How do I look? How do I feel? And how am I thinking 
What am I feeding my brain? So if you can find little entry points to tackle how you look, and for me, that's what I put on my body. And I know that that part in and of itself can be really overwhelming for women. You know, talk to any woman who's gone into a fitting room and then put on an outfit that they imagine was going to look one way and then it doesn't look right, right? Finding the pieces of clothing that fit your body really well and that feel authentic to you can make a really big impact on your confidence, but that is a skill, right? And if you don't know how to do that, find somebody who does, you know, I I mean, that's a really easy way to simplify your life. And I love social media for that, for that in and of itself. Like if I don't know what I'm doing, someone out there does, and I can find them real quick and same, same to go with, with what I'm putting in my body, right? I can put on a cute outfit, but if I have no energy and I'm not sleeping and I feel like crap all the time and I'm drinking a pot of coffee all day just to get through my day, well, the clothes don't matter at that point, right? So find something that you can do, a small habit that you can change in your day when it comes to your your wellness routine. And maybe that's forcing yourself to turn Netflix off and watch one episode instead of three. Maybe it's managing how and and tracking how much water you're drinking in your day and pick one and get that habit in place and then layer on another one. I'm listening to atomic habits right now. James clear. I love him. It's funny that you said that I'm reading that right now. Oh my gosh. It's so good. (laughs) Listeners. If you have not listened to this book yet, and you are trying to fix any kind of habit in your life, it is such a great, great book. He talks about habit stacking and it's like, find one, get it in place, and then stack another one on top. Don't try to do everything all at once. That's actually a perfect segue into the mindset piece of it too. This one is a really, I think it's one that doesn't get focused on enough, especially when it, when we're talking about confidence, because that little inner voice in our heads is powerful, especially when we're looking in the mirror. Yeah. I see this with women all the time. They put on something and I'm like, they're glowing. They look amazing. They, the clothes are fitting them and they can't see what I see. And how do we help sort of retrain our brains to see what is actually there instead of the negative reel that's playing in our heads? How do we retrain and rewire so that we can see with fresh eyes? And I think focusing on your mindset and finding some brain food, that's going to really something you can do every day. And if that's listening to an audiobook for five minutes, or, you know, some people meditate in the morning, finding an entry point that feels manageable and feels like something that, you know, you can do every single day is going to make a really um, big impact as it builds over time. Absolutely. And I love how you termed it as an entry point, finding those different entry points that you can go into in terms of that trifecta. And I have never heard of it referred to as a trifecta. So I like mm-hmm. how you eloquently put that because those are like the three key ingredients. If you want to look at it as through a lens of a cake, like the three key ingredients you need yeah. to make a delicious cake. So these right. are the three key ingredients you need to make your delicious, confident, most beautiful version of yourself. We're yeah, the cake, ladies. exactly. We are the cake. <laughs> we Every are single cake. one of us. how do you support women in introducing an entry point to cultivate that confidence? Does that question make sense for you? Yeah, I think so. I think it depends. I will tell you if you are, um, 
curious about what I do and you start to go look at my social media, you'll probably notice there is a heavy focus on fashion to start because for most women, that is the easiest place to start. How do I clean up my wardrobe? How do I start buying things that fit my body? Because it does, it does make an impact, right? If you're wearing ill-fitting clothes every day and looking at yourself in the mirror and you don't feel put together, you don't feel like, you know, you feel like you have a bulge here or something's pinching there, that doesn't feel good in your day, right? So most women to start come to me for their wardrobes. Mm. And that is usually how I start working with women. And then when you're ready to bite off that second piece, if you need help in those areas and not everybody does, right? You might have your wellness routine and you have personal development and things that really work in your life, but your wardrobe is a disaster. Okay. I can help you with that. So it kind of, it's personal. And I think it just starts with a conversation and finding out where do you feel like you need the most help? Like, where do we get started? And that is not, it's not cookie cutter. It is not designed to be something like it's here's your box of confidence, open it up and enjoy, <laughs> right? It is, it, it has to be specific and it has to feel in alignment based on, you know, who I'm working with. But I will tell you that wardrobe is usually the place where people want to get started because it's fun and it feels like it's doable. And that's a great first step, I think. And it can make a really big impact. And then when people are ready to sort of dive into the next step, we can go there. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you brought into perspective that it's not all cookie cutter because I know as part of my health journey, that's how it was always portrayed. Like here is a specific diet. Here is a specific program. If you follow it to a T you're going to get the results that you want. And I always struggled with that because I was not able to follow it to a T because it didn't feel aligned to me. Right. I love that you put that out into our audience's ears that your health and your wellness is not meant to be cookie cutter. It's meant to be designed uniquely for you and your specific body needs. Right. And so you know, what I do when I'm talking to women about clothes or what I do when I'm talking to women about wellness, like I have, I have guides and I have plans that, you know, like here is what, here's, here's how we start. But then there are ways where it's like you sift through and you find, Hey, what is my body type? What, how, what's my shape? Like what's, what's the best silhouette to fit my shape? Okay. Well, here are some outfits or here are some specific items that I know I can look for and build outfits off of based on my needs. So I think with a, with a wardrobe capsule, it can feel like, Hey, what if, what if all those outfits don't, don't feel like they fit my style, or I'm going to be dressed like every one of your other customers. And really what it is designed to do is give you a a roadmap of how do I, how do I find the right kinds of outfits to fit my body? How do I shop for them? And how do I shop my own closet? for them, but it ends up being sort of like a a collaboration between who you are, what do you currently have in your closet and what I have curated and put together to make your own capsule wardrobe that fits you, that fits the stuff that you already have. It becomes more of a personalized thing, even though it, it starts off as a guide. And I'm sure that there are parallels here for you with the wellness, Mm -hmm. same thing for the wellness and the mindset. It's like, take what you need 
but here's a guide that's going to show you how, and then flex it and mold it to fit who you are. And that is where the magic happens, right? We're not cookie cutter. We're just not, we're all our unique individual selves, but having tools that give you a place to start, that give you some skills and some things to try can be so life-changing. And they're not, you know, I love that. Like there needs to be an emphasis on it. You don't have to like step one, this, like it's not rigid. Yeah, exactly. Now I want to hear a little bit more about you and you have your hands full with two boys that are six. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How did you learn to prioritize the steps you teach to build confidence? It really came from just looking at what worked for me personally and you know, like throughout the journey and the people that you have in your circle and the community that you are a part of have such influence on that. Right. So after the boys were born, I call that first year, like my blackout year, because I don't even, I don't even remember such huge chunks of that first year of their life because I was such a zombie. I mean, I, I look back and I'm like, why did I do so many of the things that I did Cause I just, I like was barely functioning as a human. So when they turned one, I just said like, there's no joy. There's no joy left in our days. And in my, I don't like, I don't recognize myself and I want to bring the joy back. And so I just began, like I was, I was on a mission to rediscover my joy, to find myself, to bring that energy back. And then as I started to rediscover how much, how much the nutrition had on just how I felt day to day, then I started just really like looking at that with a magnifying glass of like this, okay, this is great. I feel better, but there, I want more. Do I, you know, so it's just, it's a part of that journey and, and having those conversations and being open to finding new ways and new pathways to get that joy back, to get that you know, reignite the flame. And so it just became something that I continued to research and trial and error, right. Going back and like shopping again, even postpartum, it was really, it's humbling, right. It's a humbling experience and trying to figure out how do I, what fits and what kinds of things make me feel good. And then I would turn around and I would share that with other moms that I knew that were in my community. And I think having those conversations and, and seeing that, okay, well, this is working for me. Is this also working for other, other women? And so I think really the answer to that question is like trial and error through my own personal journey after kids and, and then searching for joy and then having, and and then expanding it right to beyond just my own little, my own personal bubble. And how do I help share this? Because it can feel so defeating when you don't feel like yourself, when you don't feel like you have any confidence, the self-esteem has gone out the door or maybe, I mean, I, I feel like I keep emphasizing that it's this postpartum thing. And like, maybe you've never found that in your life. And I am a firm believer that everyone deserves it and everyone can have it. You just have to learn that skill. And so I, I really think like I'm self-taught because I'm constantly curious about how can I make this easier? How can I make this better? 
and how can I share it? I like, I really like that. And one thing that you said earlier that is still, it's standing out to me is this reminder that you're not just born with confidence. Confidence is a must and you have to continuously build it and do things day in and day out that are going to prove to yourself that you are a confident person. And you might not believe that right now, Mm -hmm. which is why I believe in the power of writing affirmations and finding proof of them Mm -hmm. every single day. So if you don't believe that you're confident right now, but you want to be confident, you write Mm -hmm. down in your journal, I am a confident woman. And then you ask yourself, what is something that I can do to prove to myself that I'm confident today? And I I even like doing that, like at the end of the day, or like, what did I do today that brought me some confidence? Sometimes it's, I drank all my water. Sometimes I went, it's, I went for a walk. It might be that you put on an outfit and somebody at work today or on a zoom call or wherever said, oh my gosh, that's such a cute top or that color looks great on you or whatever, right? Those little things. I love that you brought that up about the proof because then you have, then you have evidence exactly build on that. Right. And our brains love evidence. Yep. Right. They do like, Oh, okay. I can anchor into that. I can latch onto that and we can build from there. Exactly. That's how I support my clients with, as you mentioned earlier, that I call it your critter brain and that inner dialogue. I named her Franny. So anytime I can like hear Franny coming up, she says like negative things or, you know, quote unquote, things that are trying to keep me safe and keep me protected. I can Mm -hmm. refer to that, as you said, evidence that proof and say, hold on, wait a minute. I have right here that I, you know, completed a workout. So I actually am an active individual. It's right here. Or I got complimented on, as you were saying, an outfit that I wore. Wow. That really like fills up my cup. I do feel great today. I do feel confident in my body. The other thing is that I think a lot of times, especially in the world we live in today, we have become so isolated Mm -hmm. and we have become, you know, it's all on me. I have to do it all myself and really finding like-minded people. And for me, it's women, right? It's a lot of moms, you know, not everyone is a mom, but having that community to lean back on and you feel like you don't have proof for yourself, having other people to remind you of what those pieces of evidence are is really, really powerful. And it, and it might just be listening to a podcast and that is a part of the mindset piece, but, you know, finding those people and sometimes that's outsourcing it, but you meet really wonderful people when you have someone who's guiding you and helping you, it can be a really impactful, I don't like lever to push or pull. If you haven't done that before, I just, it has dramatically shifted my life and the, and the people who are I'm engaging with and who are supporting me and, and vice versa. Yeah, for sure. Having that, as you were saying, that community to circle up around you and be with other like-minded women who are aiming to up-level in a specific area of their life for it's up-leveling their confidence and up-leveling their wellness. And for my space, it's the same thing. It's up-leveling how they feel about their body and falling in love with taking care of themselves and having those other women be in that space and share that I have felt that way. I have been there and here's what I have done to 
shift and change. And here's what's worked for me. Oh, you know what? I felt that way too. And here are some other things that have worked for me. And it's just simplifying the whole process. Whereas when you're doing it alone, as you said, it's so isolating and it feels like heavy and it feels impossible. Exactly. And like no one else in this world is dealing with what I'm dealing with. Like I'm a failure. Mm -hmm. I'm not enough. And I'm always meant to feel this way and things are never going to change. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard. And, right? and it's also yeah. a lie. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those lies that, but it is unfortunately like it's so common it it's is. so common. And to know that there are tools out there and there are so many, right? Like the ones that you and I have to offer aren't the only ones out there. There are so many tools out there that can impact and change that path. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd love for you to just share a little bit more about specifically what in the world a capsule wardrobe is. So the audience can understand that a little bit more and how it can help them feel more confident. For sure. So a capsule wardrobe is essentially a collection of pieces of clothing in your closets that are designed to play well together. So they mix and match and they serve multi-purpose in your wardrobe. So whatever your life looks like going to the office, working from home, you're a stay at home mom, you're, you're running around doing all the things. The pieces in a capsule wardrobe are designed to simplify your closet, streamline it and help you build outfits that are meant to kind of go together in a way that feels more manageable and doesn't like take extra time out of your morning and leaves you feeling confident, put together and ready to kind of run out the door where you haven't torn every item off your hanger and are sweating and frustrated. (laughs) And you end up in the same leggings and sweatshirts as you wear, you know, every day. Right. I mean, like who doesn't that resonate with the way that I create capsules, I create this collection every season. And I build it out so that there are pieces for every woman, right? No matter what your roles look like throughout your day, no matter what size or shape you are. And I give you like, let's just say for an example, I don't know. I love the chambray shirt. Okay. Cause I wear a chambray shirt a lot. If you don't have a chambray shirt in your wardrobe, you need one because it is literally something I wear all year round. And it's in every single one of my capsules, but the beautiful thing about, let's just use this as an, the, the example, I can curate six different outfits for you for that season based on one item of clothing. So it is designed to, when you go into your closet, you can say, okay, no, I really want to wear the chambray shirt today. What, what else do I wear with it? What do I put on bottom? What do I, do I wear it around my waist? Do I wear something over it? What shoes do I need? And it takes all the guesswork out. So then your outfits, it's like, okay, well, I have six choices here. And I can choose one of these that feels like it's going to match whatever role I'm playing today and um, whatever and how I feel, right? Maybe, you know, you're not feeling, maybe you ate, you know, too much ice cream over the weekend or drank too much wine, whatever it is, finding the thing, like finding the outfit that aligns with you for the day and picking it out, like the pieces are already selected for you. So it's supposed to simplify the process of getting dressed and streamline your closet so that we are focusing on quality over quantity. It is not about replacing your wardrobe every season. 
I think a lot of women have that misconception where it's like, oh, well, you know, here's this new wardrobe every single season. And that is not at all what it's about. In fact, the longer you buy my capsules, the more you'll start to see like, oh, I saw, <laughs> I saw the chambray shirt last season, but there, here's a fresh take on how you can wear it. Or I saw those jeans, you know, it's meant to help you build a foundational wardrobe and then mix in some fun pieces each season to sort of freshen things up and to just make that process of getting dressed so much easier and leaving you feel feeling pulled together and knowing with confidence that like I look put together and I feel really good because my clothes fit me and I had some guidance. Yeah. I love that. Personally, I know that I'm somebody that struggles with like figuring out what to wear. And I typically will wear the same things because I know that I feel confident in them, but it would be nice to, as you said, have a simplified process of knowing what other things can coordinate with that same shirt or those same pants so that I'm not spending a ton of money at the store thinking that I have to buy an entire new wardrobe just in order to have different things to wear. Yeah. I think in this, the, the world we live in with social media, there are so many women out there who are portraying this level of like perfection and, and, and the clothes and the house and the, all the stuff. And it's like, no, what it needs to be about is again, back to this, like, what feels like you, what feels like the most authentic version of yourself and how do we get your clothes to match that in a way that fits your budget and that fits your body type. Yeah. And then if there is that, there is that shirt or that pair of jeans, you're like, these are like, these are the pieces that make me feel my best. How can I bring some fresh life to them? How do I reinvent them? Because that's, that's the beautiful thing about clothes is there's so many ways you can reinvent them and repurpose them that you probably haven't thought of. Yeah, for sure. Now, a couple other things. So I'm curious, do you help women identify their body type? So if they come to you and they ask for your capsule wardrobe, do you then support them in determining their body type and what's going to look best for their specific body? In the capsule wardrobe, there is a body shape like guide to help you start here. You know, you might not have the exact hourglass shape, but that's the one that most sounds like you then it'll give you tips and tricks of like, these are the types of clothes and the types of cuts that you should pay attention to find those in the capsule. And then we'll build from there. So is everything in the capsule going to be great for every single body type? Of course not. It is not like I said, here's your capsule in a box. And this is what everybody should be wearing. Absolutely not. But there probably are, I think in this capsule, there are 43 different pieces, but I want to say there's like 15 tops out of those tops, right. There are probably going to be at least half of them that are going to be a good, you know, neckline and a good cut for your body. Then do you have anything that looks like that in your wardrobe already? Awesome. Let's use that. Go to this page. And then you're going to find five outfits you can create with that single piece. So it is a starting place, but typically my teaching background, I I say this with us confidence, (laughs) I, it is a teaching tool. So I have really put that, like it's in everything I do as a, like, because I'm a teacher, I look at it through how can I best educate women 
to use this tool in a way that's going to be functional and actually give them the results they're looking for. So I have put a lot of effort into like, it's really a teaching tool. It's to teach you how to find the things that fit your body. It's to teach you how to put those pieces together into outfits that are going to make you feel really good. And then eventually you're going to learn so much from the capsules that you're not going to need them anymore. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. I mean, that's the goal is for, is, you know, you probably need to, I would say three to four seasons. If you're like a beginner at, you know, finding your personal style, then you're also going to have a foundation for every season, which I think is really helpful, but the more that you use them, the more you're going to learn. And then, and it's this whole concept of like, you know, I do, we do, you do. Yeah. And it's a beautiful roundabout way circling back to everything that you do, which is helping to cultivate confidence. You're creating confidence in women to be able to choose their own outfits in the end, hand in hand with them, guiding them through it. And then yeah. kind of setting, setting them off. Like we'll do with our kids one day. Right. Exactly. It's <laughs> the same. Like, I did everything that I could for you now go off and you have everything that you need. And now you, you can feel fly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. exactly. The whole purpose is you don't need somebody else giving you that, you know, giving you tools, eventually you're going to put those tools to use enough that the confidence is going to start to become a habit. Exactly. Exactly. I love everything that you shared today. I do have three questions that I love to ask my guests at the end of our sessions. The first one is, do you have an AM or PM routine you love? And if so, what does that look like? I would, my PM routine is not great. (laughs) we have a kid who right now is like, he battles us on sleep. So sometimes we're barely getting him to sleep before it's time for us to go to bed. So I'm like early to bed. I am also an early riser. I've always been a morning person, but now I really put that into play. I get up at 445 every day and I do some affirmations, but I am not a journaler. I um, listen to them. I use the think up app and that you can curate a list of affirmations that feel Like those are the things that you need to be feeding your brain. And I listen to it as I stretch. Then I typically do a 15 minute workout and that is, that's it. I use the Peloton app and I do these things called flash 15 because it's a whole body, like cardio weights in 15 minutes. Then I try to get a shower and get myself ready for the day before my boys are up. And usually they're up at six ish. So That is my morning routine when I am like really on it. But I will also tell you that there are days. And I think this is something we don't talk about enough either as women, especially with there, there's like so much emphasis on having a strong morning routine. And sometimes your morning routine needs to be your resting. Yeah. You sleep till you sleep till your kids get up and that is okay. That's necessary. Yeah. That should be built in also. So I, I would say my morning routine is four or five days a week. And then I sleep two to three days a week, depending on what my body is telling me. Again, it goes back to personalizing everything for yourself. What's going to work for you, especially being a woman with our different phases. I know, particularly for me, I'm in luteal right now, almost menstrual. I need extra sleep. And for so long, it was ingrained that you have to have this Mm-hmm. well curated morning routine. And it has to happen at the same time every single day. And mm-hmm. it would drive me bonkers because I'm like, 
I just, I get, I'm getting up and I'm so tired and it just doesn't feel aligned. And it was, I'm so glad. Like the last thing we need is extra pressure. Yeah. Your morning routine should be the thing, should be something you look forward to, should be something that, you know, reaps benefits throughout the your whole day. And if it's not, then you you need to rethink that because putting more pressure on yourself is never going to give you what you're looking for. No. What does feeling the best you can in your body mean to you? I think that when I feel best in my body, everything, it's like every like cell in your body is giving you that feedback, right? Your energy's there. You're sleeping well, your skin, you can see it in your skin. You can tell in your moods. I feel like when I feel best in my body, it cut like it's shooting out of me. Yeah. And I can feel, I can see it. I can feel it. Other people can feel it. So for me feeling like the best in my body, obviously I've done the work to, for what's happening inside of me to be feeling so good, but then it just like, it feels like, you know, I got rainbows coming out of my ears. Yeah. It's like emanating out for everybody. Yeah. Else. Right. <laughs> and right. they want it too. <laughs> right. And the way that you get there is by, is by what you're putting in and how you're moving your body. I mean, it's pretty simple. It's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. Yes. Yes. Love that. And you already shared this, but just in case our listeners missed it, what are you currently reading or is there a specific podcast you're loving right now? Yo, gosh, (laughs) I'm like a podcast charcuterie board. I, I I like dabble on all of them. Yeah, I do. And I, I, I'm like, we were talking before I like to, I, they're either on one and a half or two times speed. So I, I will try to get like a podcast or two in a day until my brain is like, and we have hit our maximum. So I listen to a lot. I love listening. I mean, like I'm a huge fan of the Oprah podcast. She always just has such great guests and I, I just get a lot out of it. I will tell you, there's one that has just recently jumped out at me called the working moms podcast. And they are touching on some topics that had like, have literally like blown my mind and just like shining a light on them that has, and the level of resonation for me is so deep that, and any working mom highly recommend because I don't know there to, to feel like seen and heard, I think is really, really powerful. And they are just doing a really phenomenal job of helping women, working women, especially feel seen and heard. And I just think it's mm. super cool. Well, I'm adding that to my list. So I oh, appreciate that recommendation. <laughs> uh, and I am, I'm currently listening to Atomic Habits. I highly recommend it. I'm reading the physical copy because I'm the type of person that I love you to want it. Yeah, know, like, like yeah. highlight the entire book. Like there's so yes. many highlighted portions. It's if you do not have it as Jenny and I have said, get your hands on it because it is a life changing to either listen to or read. So thank you so much for being on the feel your best podcast. I just love everything that you shared with us today and just truly appreciate you being here. If you could, before we completely end, tell the audience where they can find you. And if you have anything exciting coming up. All right. So you can find me on social or on Instagram, Jenny Zook underscore style underscore confidence. So, but if you just type in Jenny Zook, you'll find me. I also have a website, theconfidencecollective.net. 
And I will have a new freebie coming out that is just like we talked about kind of entry points for the trifecta, right? The three pillars of confidence, something you can do to tackle how you look, something you can do to tackle how you feel and something you can do to tackle that mindset. And that freebie will be up by the time this podcast airs. And I will have the spring capsule for all my folks who don't really have winter I are chomping at the bit. They're like, I'm in Florida. I'm in Arizona. I need the spring one. So that is going to be coming out the first week of March. Oh, so exciting. All of this great information will be in the show notes. So make sure that you scroll down and you click on those so that you can go and give Jenny a follow and definitely snag that freebie and check out her spring capsule, because I know that I will be doing that. (laughs) Well, thank you again, Jenny. It was so nice to have you here. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Feel Your Best podcast today. Let this act as your daily reminder that you, yes, you friend, deserve to feel the best you can in your body. My hope is that this podcast will be the place you can come to get the right dose of inspiration, education, and motivation to help you take action and see that you can create a body you love. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you would share it with your friends so that they too can start feeling better in their body. Tag me on your Instagram stories with a screenshot of this episode and let me know what you thought. I'll see you next time.